0: It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network
1: the big show it's time for your daily assist brought to you by Lee's heating and air call them today 801-747-LEES that's l-e-e-s or online at leesheatac.com heat let's get out to the sprint special guest line sprint they make it safe and easy to get what you need online visit sprint.com for online services and local store availability he's from sports illustrated of course he's our good friend chris manix chris uh, hope you are well how are you doing
0: i'm doing well guys how are we doing
2: We're doing all right. uh, Yeah, we're doing all right, I think. Uh, Chris, uh, before we get into basketball, I I wanted to ask what your thoughts have been over the events of the past couple of days, uh, last few days. Uh, Where's your mind at right now with all that?
0: You know, it, it shifts from one feeling very quickly to another, to from... The horror of what you saw on that tape and it's it's one of those videos you really can only watch once if at all um i have not gone back and you know even attempted to see it again the horror of that and you know it then translates to anger when you see all these videos of people with no cause and no purpose whose only objective it is is to go out there and cause mayhem and loot and riot who have nothing to do who do know, Who certainly do not feel the pain of the community that that feels it right now um, who in my opinion are just you know uh, just anarchists basically who are truly cowards who you know mask their face not because they want to protect themselves from coronavirus but because they don't want to get caught on camera you know robbing people and stealing from people and doing things like that and um and then just it just it just bounces back and forth it's tough I, I've been really and I wrote about this today. I've been really impressed with NBA players. I feel like, you know, from the words that they put out there on their various social media platforms to the actions we've seen from a retired player like Steven Jackson, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, whose mother passed away just weeks ago from coronavirus, um, he's out there, you know, marching. Jalen Brown driving to Atlanta 15 hours. You had Dennis Smith Jr. in Fayetteville, Tobias Harris in Philadelphia. It really has been impressive to see, you know, these young men and and WNBA stars, women as well, uh, really being leaders on this issue. And when you have, in my opinion, a significant lack of leadership at the top in the White House, it's pretty impressive to see, you know, athletes taking on this role and and really being role models for, for the future.
1: I think that's very well said, Chris. What is kind of your opinion on sports' role in social issues? Do you have an overall kind of thought about that? Not necessarily this particular time and day, but overall sports role in society from that standpoint?
0: You know, I don't differentiate sports roles from, you know, the role of people like you and me and everybody else out there. I mean, I... You know, look. I, I try to do as many charitable things as I can. I try to contribute to as many things I can. But I think more than anything, it's about you know just being better and and you know being a good person on a daily basis. And and I apply that to sports, where you want to see the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball, you know, be good people and be in, and have good policies in in practice. And. The players in those leagues do what NBA players doing, NFL players are doing. just, just continue to, to be the best person and best you know, organization or league that you can possibly be and that, that, that's how it's going to get better. I mean that's, that's really the only way. Fundamentally, that's really the only way if we individually take it upon ourselves to be better. And you know when that happens, um, it'll be a much different country until that happens, You know, unfortunately, you know, you'd like to think this was the last incident with George Floyd, but we thought, you know, Ahmad Bradbury was the last. We thought Eric Garner might have been the last. It just, unfortunately, it just keeps happening, and and that's kind of sad. So
2: all of that being said now, Chris, uh, what what do you think that Adam Silver is thinking right about now about as he's moving this forward? And do you agree with what Jake said, and uh, you probably didn't hear it, But Jake was talking about, well, Adam Silver probably knows what he what and what isn't going to be acceptable to those who will be voting on this moving forward. And if he has sort of gone through and and taken a poll of, of what is acceptable to various owners around the league and those who represent those owners, what do you think is going to be put forth as acceptable to them uh, moving forward when this vote is is made? You're speaking of like on, on social issues. Uh, no, no, no. I mean on on what would be acceptable to them, as far as uh, you know the uh, w- whether it will be uh, a, a, a a sort of playoff plus situation moving forward. Oh, right, or, right. Yeah, or, or whether yeah, something
0: I mean different than that. Yeah, you know, it. It's funny, like, nobody really has, even as we sit here, you know, two days before or three days before the Board of Governors call, which, you know, hopefully will offer a lot of clarity and offer a format in place. There really isn't a lot of clarity right now. I mean, you know, Adam Silver has said to to general managers and, and governors, you know, give me your best ideas. That That's been his message. And you know they've done that, and there certainly is a a difference of opinion on you know what is the best way to move forward. The, the one thing I'm pretty sure of though is that even if there's disagreement on what Adam Silver decides on, teams are going to go along with it. I mean they understand they were going to go along with it well before you know everything kind of broke out um, with what happened in Minnesota. But they they're definitely going to go along with with everything that Adam Silver um, anything Adam Silver decides and the league decides to. go for. So if that means the Cleveland Cavaliers come back for a three-week training camp to play five games, that's how it's going to be. If it means that, you know, the three teams in the West don't get a fair shake at making the final playoff, getting the final playoff spot, that's kind of the way it's going to be. But I I wish I had a a clear answer of what they're going to do. I mean, I I don't believe it's going to be all 16 teams. I I think it's going to be more than that. I don't know how many more than that, Um, but I think you're going to have some kind of of playoff plus that lands the number of teams somewhere between the 16 of the postseason and the 30 overall.
1: Chris Mannix with us from Sports Illustrated, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, uh, Chris, I'm sure I've asked you about this uh, throughout this situation, but we're seeing Major League Soccer now have an issue between their players and owners. They could be headed for a lockout. Major League Baseball is having issues with their labor relations as well. I know there are different reasons in different leagues, but the NBA still seems to be on the same page. Do you expect that to continue?
0: I do, at least for the short term, because – you know, it's it, because of the the amount of time left in the season. It, it's you know, it, it's not going to be you're not going to have some kind of fundamental difference on on how you pay players. I mean, they've already figured out a structure of garnishing players' salaries until they figure all this out. It'll be, I believe, 25% today, another 25% uh, on June 15th, and you know, depending on how many games that they ultimately wind up playing, is a way for the players to get that money back. So. You know, for the rest of this season, however long this season lasts, it won't be an issue. But I think I've said this to you guys before. You know, if you get into next season and you're into October, November, and there's no, you know, it still looks like there's not going to be crowds in the stands, or it looks like at most you're going to have 25, 50 percent capacity, which I think is is definitely possible, Um, then it could be problematic. I mean, look, NBA owners are not going to hemorrhage cash. I mean, they're not just going to pay out players. Um, you know, at a prorated rate of their salary based on games or anything like that, they're going to demand that the players feel their pain on this one. And, you know, I'd like to sit here and say that Silver's relationship with Michelle Roberts, his relationship with Chris Paul, make that, those negotiations that much easier. And, and they do. But ultimately, it comes down to money. And, you know, if, if owners say this is our line in the sand, we're not going to cross it. And players say this is our line in the sand, we're not going to cross it. Well, I've covered enough, you know, bad collective bargaining agreement negotiations to know that it could get ugly very fast, and we could be headed towards, you know, some kind of impasse uh, between the two sides. So it's good that there's some time here. Like baseball's trying to do this in real time as they get their season off the ground. The NBA is going to have a matter of months, you know, five, six months to, to work on this. But you know, when it comes to money, you know, it's it's, some, it's, it's very tough to believe everybody's going to be on the same page.
2: So, what's your best guess about what it will be as it pertains to the NBA, Chris? What do you, I mean, what do you think is most likely?
0: Well, for I mean, again, for this season, I think it's more of that playoff plus type format, and that has, you know, the final. I would say twenty-two teams involved. You get the sixteen teams, and three in the East and three in the West. where so you're playing for postseason spots. I know the closest team in the East is the Wizards. So I think with at five games back, but. Yeah, no, we just found some kind of equal opportunity there to get the playoffs. I think that's some version of that is the the most likely scenario. Um, and then next year, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just, you know, they want to play all of these two games. I know that. They don't want to sit on any games, and they don't care if they start the season in January, maybe even February. I mean, I just don't think there's a clock on starting next season. I really don't. So, I think that you know they'll find a way to get all 82 games in. How many of those games include fans? Obviously, it's going to be months before we know the answer to that question.
1: Chris, you've been uh, coming on this show for a long time, and our listeners always appreciate your perspective. And we want to thank you uh, for your perspective today, not only on basketball, but uh, of course, on what's going on in our great country. Anytime, guys. Thanks, Chris. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. It's your daily assist here on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty zone. And I like how matter-of-factly Chris processes information to his opinions, and that uh, that really was evident today. I thought.
2: I wonder. I wonder what it's going to be. I, I wonder. I wonder what that plan will end up being.
1: I think what uh, Chris said is probably the most likely. Don't you? Yeah, I, I imagine. That's what's Somewhat. leaked out. I mean, that's what's leaked out yeah. so far. So.
2: So whatever that number will be, whether it will be uh, 22 uh, or 24 or I don't think it'll be anything much different than that, do you?
1: No, that's not what it looks like. But I mean, this this story about Oklahoma City today is interesting.
2: Yeah, that did catch my attention. There's, and
1: Yeah, there's some motivation. I mean, there's some motivation from somewhere to get all 30 teams back and that that opinion was kind of voiced today, so I don't know. Well, it was voiced in the meeting, but it was leaked to the media today.
2: What do you think? What is your answer to your original question about uh, what, what, especially as it pertains to the overall feel of what's, what's, uh, what's best as far as uh, the overall vibe of the league and and and, and what what is uh What feels best from a standpoint of uh of overall you know overall vibe
1: um i well it's how all good negotiation really works right. I think it'll end somewhere in the middle. I think they'll try to salvage revenue by bringing more teams back, but they probably won't bring all the teams back they'll find a way to to make games competitive in a way that seems fair. Uh, but not fair to everybody, obviously. I mean, you heard Chris mention the Wizards. What do you do with them? They're five games back. Do they get an opportunity? I mean, it's, it's n- no solution to this thing is going to 100% satisfy some need. You just have to put together the best you can and proceed. And it's got to be in some sort of doable fashion, which means you can't get too complicated.
2: Okay. Well, and that, that makes perfect sense from a standpoint of, of what's going to be put forth. From a standpoint of Adam Silver and what he feels is best for his league overall.
1: Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.